0: Hello, everyone. So, I'm a little nervous, a little excited to be recording this episode. It's a bit outside of my comfort zone, I guess. It's just something I've never really shared on my platforms, but I am very excited to get more real and raw with you all. We have so many listeners now. It's so cool. So, if you're not already subscribed on the platform that you're listening to, make sure you press follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And also, I would love if you left me a rating and review. On Apple Podcasts, that would help me out so much. And we're growing on Instagram as well at Dental Download Podcast. But today we're going to be talking all about comparison. So I'm often asked, What's something you wish you knew as a pre-dental student? And I often hear that exact same answer from dental students and even dentists that I've talked to: that comparison is so easy to fall into. So today I'm going to be sharing a lot of my own struggles with comparison so far, and I've also asked on Instagram for you guys to send me your experiences with comparison and your struggles, whether that was in dental school or in undergrad, and also we're obviously going to talk about ways to work through that, so I'm really excited to be sharing my own experiences and also the listeners, you all's experiences because you're just so resilient to all these challenges that you face and you're very inspiring. I'm obviously keeping everyone anonymous, but the whole point of this is just to, one, shed some light that things are not always easy, but also that you're not alone when things aren't easy. You're not the only one that's struggling. It might seem like everything's coming easily to all your classmates, all your peers, or they're not having a hard time, but truly everyone has hard times. Everyone has their weaknesses. And I just want this to kind of be an opportunity for you to feel a little bit of relief, to feel like you can relate to someone in this episode, whether that be myself or one of the listeners. And also at the end, I'm obviously going to be giving those tips to try to avoid comparison and work through it, see what you can gain from it. But we're going to still do my normal little intro, and then we're going to get in to the main topic of the episode. I'm really excited to be doing a solo episode today. There's one of my favorites to put out for you all because I just love chatting and sharing my experiences and connecting with you guys. So first, we always talk about what I've been up to. So last week, as you're going to hear a little bit later in this episode, I was not having a good time. I was unwell, if you will. Um, Mental health was not... Where I like it to be, and I was struggling a lot, but I did end up going to Traverse City, um, these past like three or four days with some of my friends from grade school. I went K through eight at the same school, and where a lot of us are still really good friends. So four of us went to Traverse City, which is northern in the state of Michigan, and it was really great. Things have been more open for up there for a while, and the state of Michigan is opening up and everything. So we got to go to the beach, go to some wineries. Um, eat at restaurants, which was crazy, Um, just hang out, and just spend some time doing something different than sitting in my house. It was so, so needed. And kind of coming up this week, um, I start dental school in exactly one week from the day that you're listening to this episode. And this coming Monday, when this episode is out, our orientation materials are going to be available on Canvas for us to access. So I can start working through some of those modules. And then I'm going to be spending this upcoming week Kind of preparing for classes to start, getting organized, and also pre filming some like YouTube content. That way I have a little bit of extra wiggle room as I'm adjusting to classes and stuff. And then, as for my motivation, if you couldn't already guess, my motivation going into this week is getting my health. Back in check before dental school starts, my mental health specifically. Um, Ways that I've been kind of working on that is opening up to family and friends a lot, leaning on them. Um, My parents have been incredible. They've been so, so supportive. And I'm just really lucky because I know not everyone has parents that take mental health seriously and Parents in general, parents that are supportive. So I feel very blessed to have the support system that I have. But also, um, restarting therapy if I feel like I need to. I've been trying to use a gratitude journal, kind of changing up my daily activity. Like I said, getting out of the house for those couple days was insanely helpful. Um, And then also positive self talk. Like when I'm feeling what I'm going to elaborate on in a few minutes here, um, like I can't do dental school, like I'm not capable just talking myself out of that, and I'll kind of get into that later in this episode. I don't want to spoil too much, but that is kind of our little intro. I hope you guys love this episode so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we're going to get right into it. Alrighty, so my game plan for this is to kind of go through in chronological order, the times that you would be experiencing comparison, and then offering a few tips and advice to try to work through that or maybe avoid it altogether. So we're probably going to start in college, if that's all right with you guys, because I didn't really have pre-dental related comparison issues until I got to college, because you're not really a pre-dental student yet, you know? So we're going to start with undergrad and just in general, your coursework. So I had a few submissions that I want to read really quick and then I'll kind of add in my own two cents and my experiences as we go through that. But so first, um, this person is an undergrad still and they kind of mentioned the double edged sword, the good and the bad that comes with comparison because she said that she found herself comparing herself to people in her classes and kind of competing with them and that made her better, it made her more successful, but it also really brought her down and it kind of becomes a vicious cycle. You keep taking on more and more and more to try to be better and better and better. And then you get to that breaking point. You get to that point where you can't handle everything that you're taking on or taking on too many tasks. So she said that in the long run, she is worried about getting burnt out in undergrad and not being ready to start dental school because she did too much and didn't like enjoy college, give herself rest, give herself grace. So I think that's something that's really important that she kind of hit on and that I want to emphasize is that everything should be a balance and the activities you should be doing that you're involved in to boost your dental school application, to be an involved student, whatever, like they should be things that still bring you joy. For example, I... Joined a research lab my junior year because I wanted to check off that box on the application. I wanted to say that I tried research. I wasn't sure if I'd like it, but I figured I'd give it a go. And I did not enjoy it. It caused me a lot of stress. I felt like I was giving so much time to the lab and they weren't getting that much out of my service because I wasn't that trained in what we were doing. And then I also wasn't getting anything out of it because I wasn't interested enough to like ask them more questions and to learn more like it was just no one in my eyes was benefiting but then I was still putting 10 hours a week into this unpaid lab position. So I ended up only doing that for about like 6 months and I finished like st- told them that I wasn't going to continue anymore and I felt so much better. So I think that if you fall into the trap of I need to do Research, pre-dental club, volunteer at this specific place, get 4.0 because that's what pre-dental students do. You're not going to be happy. You're going to struggle a lot. You're going to get burnt out. And the way to avoid that is simply by building your schedule, filling your time with things that you're passionate about, but also still trying to get good grades, obviously still trying to be involved. Your passion shouldn't just be watching Netflix. It should be a specific service project that you're passionate about, a specific set of classes that you take extra, um, a specific club that you're in that maybe isn't pre-dental related. Maybe it is. Like you should be filling your time with things that are going to bring you up instead of bring you down. And then those activities don't feel like work. Like anytime I did something for AED or for pre-dental club, it Energized me. I would stop doing my schoolwork and work on my extracurriculars, and it boosted my mood. It added to my day. It was a benefit. It wasn't a negative. So, you need to be involved in things and putting your time into things that fill you up instead of empty you and drain you and leave you feeling burnt out, like this girl was explaining. And I've definitely had experiences where I noticed that they were draining me rather than like filling me up. And that's something you really want to avoid. She also messaged another thing in her little message that I wanted to touch on. Like I said, the whole like positive spin of comparison is that sometimes it does motivate you to do more. And like, for example, I make YouTube videos showing like me being productive some days and people watch that and it motivates them to be productive. So there are some like healthy forms of comparison, but you just need to be really cognizant of what things you're taking in, what people you're surrounding yourself with. And again, are they boosting you or are they tearing you down? So that's just kind of something to keep in the back of your mind, like I was saying. But I do want to get into um, a few more like class-specific things. Um, things that people submitted that I also struggled with in kind of a different way. So I had two or three people message me that they specifically remember experiencing and struggling with comparison in organic chemistry. And organic chemistry is a super tough class and it comes easier to some than others. For me, OCHEM wasn't my weakness. My weakness was physics. My weakness was math. And I also struggled a lot in general chemistry. Um, so you could see someone like maybe myself, maybe I was a student, they were comparing themselves to in organic chemistry, and it'd be really frustrating. But what they didn't see is that I would have to be spending 10 hours, like a day on biology, because that was something that was hard for me, whereas biology might have came easier to you. So just keeping things in perspective that like No one is perfect and everyone is struggling, I think is really important. I do want to share a couple like longer messages that I got of people's experiences because I think that they help you guys kind of get a better feel for it and maybe relate and feel a little less alone in your struggles. So he wrote that freshman year, right off the bat, he sat next to a girl that was getting straight A's on everything. She continued to get A's the next year, and they were in organic chem together, and he was struggling to even pass. They would study together. She was very humble and kind, but comparison is inevitable. When you're working together, putting in the same amount of time, someone gets a high score, you get a low score. It's really tough to see that. But he did say, however, I will say it can be turned for good because it made something that seemed impossible for him, which was getting a good grade in OCHEM, to be possible because he saw her doing it. Slowly, his grades improved throughout undergrad, but trust me, it was not pretty in the beginning. Everything has worked out in the long run, and I'm blessed to be going to a great dental school. So thank you for sending in that message. And I hope that the little tidbit at the end that you can struggle, but you will get through it and you will reach your goal, kind of boost your guys' uh, morale a little bit. And just one more about kind of class struggles. Um, so this girl said, hey, Haley, hope you're doing well. I feel that a lot of people who are pre alth are type A people, high achievers, and some like to brag and exaggerate about all that they do, especially in Lyman and Briggs, the program that we were in at MSU. So it's easy for people who are surrounded by that to feel like they aren't enough, but that's really not true at all. What helps me is to focus on the fact that we all have different paths, and as long as I do my best, there's really nothing left for me to do. Also, surrounding yourself around people that are humble about their accomplishments and can encourage you to do your best is really beneficial. I want to thank you for being a friend and a role model, and best wishes. Can't wait to see all that you do. She is so, so sweet. Um, Thank you for sending that in, and I do really like what she said, is that kind of what I touched on a couple minutes ago, that you're in control of what you're taking in, who's around you, your environment is... A lot of the times, at least reasonably under your control, you maybe can't control who's in the class with you, but you can control who you study with. You can control if you ask people what they got on the exam or if you just take your score and then focus on the lecture. You know, So you can kind of control what is coming at you if you are aware that certain things are going to affect you negatively and cause you to kind of spiral into this deep hole of comparison and self-doubt and worry. So the next few topics we're going to talk about is the DAT and then like application struggles and then also imposter syndrome because that is one thing I was really struggling with lately and then also some comparison that you experience in dental school and then also some experience comparison that you experience as an actual dentist so we have quite a few more comparison moments to cover if you will but like I said we're going to start with the DAT now so I'm going to start with my little experience my two cents I really enjoyed having a community of pre-dental students from MSU taking the DAT that summer. I had a couple friends that I knew were taking it around the same time as me, at least studying that summer. I was the first one of our little group of like a few people to take it. However, it made me feel a lot more comfortable knowing that if there was a specific section in the bio notes that I didn't understand, I could text someone and be like, hey, could you try to explain this to me a different way? Basically, it was really, really nice to have people to go to, people to Struggle through it with, you know, but obviously, with having this community comes the struggles of we're both studying. How many hours are they studying a day? How many days a week are they studying? What are they getting on their practice scores? What scores do they need on the DAT? Because what's their GPA? Oh, yeah, we're all in a way applying for the same. number of seats in the dental schools in the country. So those thoughts can creep into your mind, but I think that the best thing to do when you might experience those is to think that there's room for everyone to be successful and probably the people that you're surrounding yourself with are like-minded and have also been successful and they're not you. They're not going to take your spot, if you will. Like they're going to have their own application experience, their own DAT experience. And there's a specific dental school that they'll fit into and a seat that they're going to take. And they're not the same as you. You're not going to fill the same little mold at the whole dental school experience, if that makes sense. Like they're trying to create really well-rounded classes. So you and your friend aren't You're just not the same person, so there's no point in thinking that you are defined by a DAT score, a GPA, and a list of extracurriculars. Like That's not you. There's much more to you, and the dental schools know that, and they can see that. So don't just think like, oh, two white females from MSU with X GPA and X DAT, therefore we're the same. Like, No, you're not. Where are you from? What's your personality like? What are your interests? What are your passions and your goals with dentistry? Like what kind of dental student are you going to be? What do you want to be involved in in dental school? How have you served the community? What have you gotten out of those experiences? Like there's so much more than these simple test scores. And another place that I noticed myself comparing, but also benefiting from, was the DAT Bootcamp Facebook group. So people post what's called like score breakdowns in there. If you're not familiar with that yet, and they post a screen, a like picture of their test score paper, so you know it's like official with the, what all the scores that they got, and then they post a breakdown. I studied this many weeks, this many hours. This is the strategies I used, and if their score is way higher than something you think you can get. It can make you really upset. Like if they studied for three weeks and got a 26 or something, and you're like, I'm studying for 14 weeks and hope I can get a 19. So I think that the overall thing, again, is just to remind yourself that you don't know anything about the person behind these test scores. You don't know anything else about their journey to dentistry, and you don't need to. There's so much more to them and so much more to you than this DAT score, but I do want to kind of share one submission that I got So she said one thing that I really struggled with was comparison with the DAT. I decided to take it after my sophomore year and didn't do as well as I wanted to. I was really upset because I was seeing friends' amazing scores. I kept seeing people's amazing scores in the Facebook group. I was super upset and felt like I wasn't good enough. I started to realize I wasn't alone after talking to many dental students at multiple pre-dental days that said they had to take the DAT twice. It made me feel so much better and gave me new hope and excitement It also made me realize that no one is on the same path. It's what you do with your failures that lead to success. I really like how she said that, and I also really like that it's reiterating my point that every single person's different, and people don't share their failures. People don't share their challenges enough that just because someone's posting that they're a dentist or they're going to this amazing dental school... You don't know that they had to retake organic chemistry or that they took the DAT two times or that they applied to dental school, didn't get in, and this is their second time applying and then they finally got in. Like, you don't know the full story. So, there's no sense in sitting there and overanalyzing and comparing yourself to people that aren't you. Like, I guess that's pretty much what I'm going to keep coming back to. Like, really just focus on yourself, focus on your own score your own goals, what you need to be a competitive applicant, and that's that. Competitive to the best of your ability, competitive as yourself, is really all that you can do. Like the submission said earlier that you can really only do your best. And at the end of the day, if you did your very best, you should be proud of yourself. And if you're not doing your best, then that's the time you can reevaluate what can I do to improve How I'm working? Am I not being my most productive? Am I spending too much time worrying, comparing, and spending time in this Facebook group when I should just be studying? You know? So just like be very self aware, I think is another really important point for this episode recognizing when you're having issues and recognizing why they're happening so that you can adjust and change things. That way you can put yourself in the best headspace and the best possibility to be successful in whatever way you're defining success, you know? I think now before we get into application struggles and comparison, I want to talk about the imposter syndrome a little bit because it kind of dilly-dallies between undergrad and dental school and probably as a dentist, honestly. But I'm going to read one submission and then I'm going to talk about my own struggles with it. So this is someone's with their comparison in undergrad. It says, I struggled a lot with comparison academically through undergrad because I saw all my friends succeeding so much more than I was. I didn't feel qualified to pursue dentistry until I found my true passion for it. I always knew that I liked dentistry and I always had a certain draw towards it, but I never really knew why between my sophomore and junior year of college. Through shadowing and doing medical mission trips, I was able to discover how my nutrition major tied so well with dentistry, and I began to figure out that that was my why. I realized that there was no need to compare numbers and that applying to dental school isn't always a numbers game. Pursue your passion and know your mission vision is for your career. So I think that kind of was a full circle explanation of the struggles that you might have in undergrad and then also how this person came out of them, kind of saw the light at the end of the tunnel, is now going to dental school and figured out her why and figured out that, yes, I want to be a dentist and I can be a dentist. I am capable. I can do this. And I think it's easier said than done because she is going to dental school and she's through that period of comparison, you know? And if you're the sophomore listening to this in the library thinking, what am I doing? Am I even going to get into dental school? Will I even be able to handle dental school if I can't figure out this physics problem? Let me just tell you, yes, If you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously very passionate about dentistry or at least inquisitive about if dentistry is right for you. You're clearly taking all the steps to try to figure out more about the field and more about yourself and how you can positively impact the field of dentistry. So I can very confidently say that you can do this and you are meant to be a dentist. And not all dentists are the same. I keep going back to everyone is unique. You aren't going to necessarily be exactly the same as a family dentist that you went to growing up as a kid. You know, like you can have a very different experience for your patients. You can be a different kind of person and still fit into dentistry. Like there's no one way that a dentist needs to be an act. Obviously, they need to be professional and certain other characteristics or requirements. But generally speaking, a lot of different types of people can be really great dentists because dentistry is so flexible and there's so many different roles and niches that need to be filled by people with DDS and DMD degrees. So if you're doubting yourself and doubting if you can do it, I know you can do it 110%. And as for my own struggles, the juicy part of this podcast, I guess, and why I was having the worst time about like a week and a half ago, I woke up every day. I guess this is like a little trigger warning. If you struggle with anxiety and talking about anxiety is a trigger for you, skip ahead like three minutes, maybe two minutes, Um, but I was struggling with the anxiety, like overwhelming anxiety anxiety as soon as I woke up every morning and I just would cry. I wasn't able to do anything. Like I had tasks written out, stuff I could fill my time with, yet I couldn't get myself to do it because I was just so overwhelmed with anxiety. I didn't want to eat. Like it was really, really bad. And I've never really experienced anxiety to this extent until I graduated college about like, a month ago, you know, when I finished at MSU, I was also struggling with anxiety a bit, not as severe as last week, um, or I guess as frequent as last week. Sometimes were pre- pretty bad, but I started therapy and stuff, and I really felt like I made a lot of strides and I was doing well for the past like three weeks. And then about a week ago, things got bad again. And the I think reason that this all came about was because I was on a walk and I just realized. I'm starting dental school in two weeks. I cannot believe that. Like, am I ready for this? Like, am I capable of this? Will people like me? Will I make friends? I love doing clubs in undergrad, but what if I don't fit into the clubs in dental school? What if I don't have time to be successful? What if I can't balance everything? What if I'm bad at hand skills? Like, all of these what ifs, which is what... Brings about anxiety as I've learned in therapy is the what ifs. So if you are feeling anxious or if you kind of have that imposter syndrome that I'm, I guess, still working through about dental school, if you're heading into it, or if you're already in dental school and nervous if you're going to be a good dentist, I guess my bit of tips is just to kind of push those what ifs out the window. Listen to them say, okay, what if I am bad at the hand skills? There's always a logical answer and that's the issue with anxiety. It's not usually logical. It's kind of irrational thinking. So what if I'm bad at the hand skills? Okay, I will see the clinic, um, sim lab instructors and get extra help. I'll talk to D3s and D4s to get their advice. I'll go in and practice extra. That's the what if. The what if isn't me failing out. The what if is that I'm gonna get through it Because I've gotten through other struggles throughout undergrad. What if I fail the first exam? What if I don't do well in my classes? Well, then you're going to get help. Once you're accepted into dental school, they want you to stay. They want you to be successful. They have the resources for you. And like I think it's that is what I've learned for at least my like imposter syndrome, if you will, that's helped me the most is the self-talk and trying to think more rationally and more positively when possible and just reminding myself that I was accepted to dental school. Not everyone can say that I was accepted to a great dental school and it's going to work out because it's worked out in the past and I've earned this and there's a reason I've earned it because they believe that I can handle it. Therefore, I need to have a little bit of faith in myself. You know, you have to just have that faith in yourself. And I have that faith in all of you for whatever you're struggling with. I know that you're going to be amazing at the DAT, at your classes, at your application season in dental school. I really, really do. Um, So now we're going to get on to the next little topic, which is going to be about application season. So to start off, since I just spent a while talking about myself and my struggles, I'm going to read a few more submissions about application struggles. So one person just said, in general, comparing interview and acceptance dates, and then this person said, a big-time comparison for me was watching my friends get into dental schools that I wasn't accepted to and wondering why. I would, and still sometimes do, internally compare myself to them and think about how their application and even personality compares to mine. I have two more after that, um, two more submissions that I want to share. So this one says, seeing friends graduate before me and seeing some of them get accepted into med and dental school while I'm still finishing up my classes. And on a similar note about kind of having a not super traditional and, you know, pristine little, exactly what you'd hope it would be, a journey into dentistry. Um, This person said, I wasn't able to apply during the cycle in 2018 to 2019 due to health issues. It was hard seeing my friends apply that cycle and going on interviews. Deep down, I was happy for them, and I learned that all of our journeys are unique. And I know for myself, (laughs) similar to the DAT, we had a group chat that was all fine and dandy. It was helpful. Like, how do I submit the secondary for this school? Or what are you guys marking this class as? Sociology or social science? Like filling out the application that was really helpful to have like 20 of us from MSU in this group chat. But then you press submit on the applications. And then what, you know? Like I applied right at the beginning of June, which was great, but a bunch of people in there didn't apply till later, so I'm sure they were feeling the pressure and feeling comparison that, was their application late? Were the schools going to already have decisions made? Would there be too many MSU people? I know I thought about that. I was like, they're not going to take all of us at every school, so that's kind of scary, and... I realized that that's not always true. Michigan ended up taking the most MSU students that they ever have. And in my mind, I was looking at that group chat and thinking, oh, well, only nine of us can get in. So if it's me, who else is it going to be? Or what about these people? Because they have really great grades or they did this really cool experience. So maybe I won't get one of those what I thought was only nine spots, you know? Things change and things aren't Always black and white. You know, there's more to the application process than what we know as applicants and as pre-dental students and as dental students. There's so much that goes on behind closed doors that will honestly never make sense. Like, you could be an insanely great applicant and not get interviews at your top schools, but maybe some other random school on your list. But it kind of all works out the way that it should. I know someone that submitted something to me um, didn't get into the schools that they were hoping, but has a really good attitude about the school that they are going to and does believe that like everything happens for a reason. So when it comes to applications and comparison, I would just say, again, focus on your own experience and remind yourself that things aren't so cut and dry. It's not purely a numbers game or a diversifying a class game or this many from this school and this many of this type of person. It truly is whatever this application board, admissions board is thinking, which we'll never know, unfortunately. So all you can do, like the um, listener said earlier in the episode, is be your best self, do your very best, and... Worst case, I know no one wants to, but worst case, you apply again, you know? And I've always, always heard anyone that's applied a second time getting in. I know it doesn't always happen. I'm sure there's people listening to this that said, this is my third time. I didn't get in my second time. And now I'm comparing myself because you said all these people usually do. It really is your own journey and everything does work out the way it's supposed to. That year that you might have off that you didn't think you were going to have off, you could have all these great experiences and be that much more mature and have better time management skills when you get into dental school. Like Everything will work out the way it's supposed to and just keep rocking it, keep working hard. You guys will definitely see it all pay off, I promise. I also saw someone submit that they struggled with comparison when they looked at Student Doctor Network please don't go on that site. I didn't go on that site. Not worth it. You can get some practice interview questions on there, but other than that, do not go on that site. It's a bunch of baloney. Don't even worry about it. Don't think about it. Those are not real people. I feel like they're all bots. Just don't even think about it. I quickly want to talk about um, another struggle that people face being pre-dental before we get into the dental school is just in general, Comparing yourself to your friends at your college that maybe aren't pre-dental, maybe they have a different major that doesn't require as much extra work or extracurriculars. Maybe they just do their schoolwork and then get to watch Netflix and go party, but you can't do that every night, you know? So I just want to say for the people that submitted, like, I struggle with comparison when all of my friends are partying and having fun while I'm stuck indoors studying. It feels unfair. Or someone that said, I struggle with motivation for homework. I think that ways that I've worked around that is just kind of picturing myself getting into dental school. I mentioned this in a previous episode about where I find motivation from. So when you're dealing with that comparison and feeling down, I think you need to dig deep in yourself and remember your why, remember why you're doing this, remember the kind of life that you're setting up for yourself, the good that you're going to do for the world. And I think hopefully that will remind you a little bit that like each little day, each little hour of studying that you put in, it's building, they're building blocks, they're tiny little Lego pieces in your big room size lego creation like it's this tiny tiny little thing but it's needed it's a little intricate detail that's going to just make your whole foundation much stronger and make you a better applicant make you a more prepared dental student a better dentist a better pre- clinician a better care provider it is going to be so worth it and just because other people don't have that like struggle don't have that need to study for that many hours doesn't mean that your work is for nothing, your work isn't worthwhile, isn't important because it's so important and I hope that you guys can remember that, the why behind why you're doing all of this because you want to be an amazing dentist that can really, really impact people and provide the best possible care that you're able to do. So sorry if you hear some fireworks in the background. That's a little funny. It's like 10 p.m. right now when I'm recording. But I just have a couple um, submissions about dental school and about in the field of dentistry. And then um, we will wrap up. So this dental student said that um, to receive your practicals back, you dig through a pile of everyone's rubrics and find your name. And it's really hard seeing 95s on these practicals. And to let yourself feel good when you didn't do as well as your peers, even though you did pass. So I think that that's something that I can kind of touch on in future episodes when I'm more in those shoes and give you guys some advice on how I'm dealing with it. But I think my advice to people struggling in that regard would just be, again, to remind yourself that you're your own person and that your work is going to improve and it's going to get to a level that you're proud of because you're, if you're bothered by that, that means that you actually have a drive and a passion to be a super, super great care provider, you know? So since you have that drive, I don't have any doubt that you're going to put in the extra work to improve your hand skills, to improve your like perception, perceptual abilities, to provide um, the best possible different um, practicals, and obviously than actually on your real patients, I think your work is just going to improve, and since you have that drive, it's going to carry you and let you be very successful. And the final submission was about in dentistry itself, so the male versus female experience in healthcare, and being told to have time for a family and basically the kind of double standards that go along with being a woman in healthcare, or even being a man and feeling like you can't take time off for your family because you're the man and you need to be providing, or being a woman and feeling guilty if you take time off for your family because you're supposed to be working, or vice versa, feeling guilty that you're not taking enough time for your family. There's a lot of comparison that goes into, again, seeming like this dentist that works in another town over from you, they have it all. They have the house. They have the family. They're doing it all. They're balancing life so perfectly, but you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So that's pretty much all I can say with that because I'm much earlier on in my process. But I think that being a woman going into dentistry, I'm expecting these struggles. And I think that's another final thing I want to add in here is that You kind of know that these struggles are coming. If you're listening to this as like a incoming freshman pre-dental student, and I'm talking about dental school and applying and struggles as a dentist, now you're a little bit more prepared. Like you're putting these like strengths and now these ways to combat these struggles in your little toolbox, and you're going to be more equipped when you have to deal with them because you knew that they were coming, you knew that there was something you might have to overcome, and it'll just make you that much more prepared. Alrighty, so I can attest that that was probably the most jumbled episode we've had. However, I do hope that it was helpful, and I hope that you guys took away the main thing, I think, is that you are you. You are amazing, You're going to be an incredible dentist, and every little thing that you're doing is so, so worth it, and all the little things that you're doing should be things that build you up, make you happy, make you passionate, and not things that tear you down and feel pointless and feel like they're killing your mood. You want to be happy and Living your life as good as you can because your life doesn't start when you get accepted. Your life doesn't start when you graduate dental school. Your life doesn't start when you pay off your dental school loans. Your life is now. You need to live it and you need to keep working to the very best of your ability. And that's really all you can do. And I know that the people listening to this podcast are an incredible group of people and you're all so, so capable. So I hope that you can take that and hold it close to your heart and just know that you will be successful whatever you're struggling with right now. It is only temporary. It will pass and you will get to your end goal, I promise. So I hope you guys like this episode. Please let me know an um, Instagram and a comment or something or a DM. I love hearing from you guys. It really makes my day when I get a DM saying that an episode was helpful for someone. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next Monday.